Good evening, and welcome to another episode of the Psych Ward. As usual, my name is Dr. Darian M.D., and my lovely assistant, Nurse Cyanide, is in the house. How are you this morning? Hello. I am good. It's funny that you always say good evening, and then you're like, how are you this morning? I should probably stop doing that, huh? <laughs> I mean, we, we record pretty early in the mornings, but I like to think that people, like, listen to this by, like, a campfire or <laughs> in, a, in a study with a snifter of brandy. Which I know yeah. is probably not the case, but <laughs> uh, more more to the point, you're probably on your way to work, or hopefully on your way home from work, which is even better, or at the gym, or going walking the dogs, or I don't know where else do you listen to podcasts, Mandy? I don't know. Last night I listened. I was listening to them in the living room while I was working on art, so that's a new one for me. There you have it. You could do that also wherever, whenever you may be listening to this. Good day. Or night. <laughs> Have a good one. There you go. Exactly. Uh, checking in this morning. T- 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 fuck, I got to quit doing that. Um, <laughs> checking, in pres- checking in presently. <laughs> <laughs> we have the world famous and somewhat infamous Gecko Brothers. You think I'm fucking playing with you, asshole? Do you want this little girl to die? Or that little girl? Or yourself? Or your bosom buddy with the badge? Now, I don't want to do it, but I will turn this place into the fucking wild bunch if I think that you are fucking with me. What do you want from me? I did what you said. You let me use the bathroom. No store does that. He comes in here every day and we bullshit. He's used my toilet a thousand times. If I told him no, he'd know something was up. I want him out of here, in his car, and down the road, or you can change the name of this place to Benny's World of Blood. Are you giving that pig signals? Are you kidding? I didn't do anything. He says you were scratching. I wasn't scratching. Are you calling him a liar? I'm not calling him a liar, okay? I'm simply saying if I was scratching, I don't remember scratching. And if I did scratch, it's not because I was singing the cop. It's because I'm fucking scared shitless. Wait a minute. The guy's in the bathroom. Why don't I just go back there, shoot him in the back of the head, and we can get the hell out of here? Don't do that. Look. You asked me to act natural, I'm acting natural. In fact, under the circumstances, I think I had to get a fucking Academy Award for how natural I'm acting. You asked me to get rid of him, I'm doing my best. Well, your best better get a hell of a lot fucking better, or you are going to feel a hell of a lot fucking worse. Yes. Seth and Richie Gecko from the movie uh, From Dust Till Dawn. Now, these are two distinct different types of psychosis we're looking at here, Mandy. Uh, We should probably start with Richie because I feel like he's the worst, played by Quentin Tarantino. (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, Schizophrenia, I would say. Um, Some kind of a break with reality to where he Mm -hmm. is hearing voices, which are all schizophrenic reactions. Hearing voices, hallucinating, um, violent tendencies, of course. And, uh, God, there's... I don't. I don't want to say nymphomania, but there definitely is like a sexual predilection there. Yeah, I'd say like a sexual deviant. <laughs> yeah, what? I guess we could also dip our toes into pedophilia a little bit because yep. of the the way things transpired between him and uh, uh, Juliet Lewis. Mm-hmm. Now, on top of that, we also have Seth Gecko, um, delusions of grandeur, um, narcissism. I would say. Uh, violent tendencies as well. Um, yeah. what else? What am I forgetting here? Um, I'd say like, like he's got anger issues. 
I would say so. You could that that's a safe assumption, yeah. Yeah. So we're obviously talking about uh the protagonist, well, somewhat protagonist of From Dusk <laughs> yeah. Till Dawn. Seth Gecko being the, the the major one played by George Clooney. Have you seen the Dust Till Dawn series, Mandy? Um, I haven't. I've heard of it. I keep meaning to watch it. I just it's one of those ones I just haven't got to. It was on Netflix for quite a while. Um, I dug it. Uh, it had Don Johnson in it, so that's kind of fun. He played. <laughs> he played the. Uh, it took. It took the original story, but it didn't. I don't know, man. Like, uh, like that scene. You, you've seen the movie, obviously, right? Yes. Like yeah. that scene at the beginning where they're in the convenience store. Mm-hmm. Th- that was like a full episode. And, oh wow! And the cop survives, mm-hmm. and he like chases him out of there, and they get into this um, uh, hostage standoff, and it. It ta- I mean, like I would say the first season stays within the realm of the movie. It just goes so much farther into like the lore and the mythos and what was going on. What we didn't see happening in the movie, which is kind of cool. The one thing okay. I didn't like about it was the guy that they got to play Richie Gecko. Um, he did all right, I guess. He didn't. He, he didn't sell crazy though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he he was crazy, sure, but he played. It was much more subdued kind of a crazy. And I think that might have had something to do with it being, um, I think it was like on the El Rey network to start with or something. It was like uh, Robert Rodriguez's channel. Okay. And uh, it was pretty wacky. Uh, But the guy they got to play Seth Gecko was spot on with George Clooney, like with the the arrogance and the flamboyance and uh, taunting the police every chance he got, (laughs) stuff like that. Very cool. Uh, Well, of course, you know, I mean... I love me some hot Latina vampires also, and there, <laughs> yeah. were, there was a double scoop of those, so I like I like that. <laughs> what did That's you think? Bonus. Absolutely. What did you think of the movie? Mandy? Um, I remember like when I first watched it, it was probably like probably closer to when it came out, and so I was like a teenager, and it was kind of like a bigger deal, I think, because it was mm-hmm. like it's so violent and gory. And then, like, all, like, the sexual stuff in it. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, yeah, I've been watching horror movies forever, but this was more, I guess, sexualized sure. than, like, other horror movies. Mm-hmm. And then watching it again more recently, it's like, yeah, I still get that vibe, but it just seems like a typical Quentin Tarantino-esque movie. <laughs> of course. I watched this in theaters when it first came out. And this was hot off the heels of, uh, um, what do you call there, um, Interview with a Vampire. Oh yeah. Um, so there was like I was I was like in a a heavy goth vampire the masquerade kind of a phase, <laughs> and when this one came out, I was like, oh, this is poop. I don't I don't care for this because I was <laughs> I was into my horror throws also. So I'm like, this is not a horror movie. Uh, mm-hmm. The vampires, while highly spankable, are not really vampires. I don't know what you call yeah. those things. They're like lizard people or something like that. Yeah. Um, but I I still I didn't I mean. I didn't like the movie. I like the first half of the movie, I should say, because up until the point where the vampires are introduced, it was a really good movie. You know, you got mm-hmm. these two brothers that escape from prison, uh, trying to get their way, make their way across the border. Very intense with uh, Harvey Keitel and his family and Richie. Oh yeah, we don't know what the fuck he's doing. Uh, but like that scene where they're actually going across the border and uh, Cheech Marin gets on the RV mm-hmm. to snoop around. Woo! Yeah. Had me on the edge of my seat, man. Yeah. But as soon as the vampires came in, you're like, oh, 
God, what uh, the 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 snake snake vampires? Is that what they're doing? And they're they all... kind of remind me of like the dogs from Resident Evil. I could see that. Yeah, we're like with their mouths opening. Yeah, I could see that. They kind of reminded me of um, all of Charlie's friends that got turned into vampires in um, Fright Night, the Jerry Dandridge yeah. spinoffs. Yeah. Except those guys were tough. Charlie's mm-hmm. friends. These guys. You stab them with a number number two pencil, and they just turn to a puddle of goop. <laughs> yeah, you know that's it's very silly. Um, Tom Savini in there, Fred Ward or not Fred Ward, Fred Williamson also in there. Um, pretty good show. I th- there are some pet peeves of mine that show up in this uh, in this movie. Number one, uh, you have you have the big gang fight scene, which I, I love yeah. a good gang fight. You know what I'm saying, Mandy? Oh yeah, where like all hell is breaking loose, and it's I, yeah, it's even better when Good it's in action. A, oh, totally, especially when it's in a bar, because then there's like bottles flying and pool mm-hmm. cues and things like that. But you can tell a shitty one, and I'm not saying this one is shitty, but <laughs> this one does have a pet peeve of mine, and that's where uh, fight, 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 stop, and everybody just kind of pantomimes around like. Ooh, I'm. I could. I could strike at any minute, but instead, I'm going to stop for a second to exchange some witty dialogue. And if you yeah. you look in the background, you see a lot of extras doing that, and I hate that shit. Um, if you watch like a John, I, the good news though is that that's kind of gone the way of the dodo because if you watch like a John Wick movie, guys in the background are going full speed the whole time. Yeah. So that's something that kind of piss, pisses me off. But, yeah, I mean, this is uh, 1991 we're talking about, too. So mm-hmm. you can't hold too much against it. Uh, the vampires I didn't care for. The, the thing that really – one of the things that chapped my ass was the vampire band. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe I'm digging too deep here. Maybe I'm looking a little too hard into this. But <laughs> you're you're a band. I get that. Uh, you're also vampires. Understood. Um when Satanica Pandemonia gives a thumbs up, we all, you know, throw throw off our mortal disguises and become vampires. Uh, the musical instruments, however, uh, what, what what's going on there? Yeah. <laughs> that, that seems a little silly to me. All of a sudden, they're playing musical instruments played out of body parts, which mm-hmm. I don't believe would actually work. If you tried to I think m- that they like decay over time too. You would think so. They'd get very stinky. And I don't know what kind of sound you would get out of playing some guy's belly button. Yeah. Because that was one of the instruments that was there was uh, a guitar uh, made out of like a human torso with a head at the bottom and the strings went across the dude's belly button. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now, come on. Come on, Robert Rodriguez. I think we could have I- just left that part out and been okay with it, right? I think you may have been inspired by like the old, like that skeleton cartoon. I think it's like the spooky, scary <laughs> skeletons where they're playing, but they're bones, so bones would make noise. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's like, oh, we'll just use body parts, and it's like, no, they don't make the same noise. They don't, and it doesn't make any sense. It, I'm a, I'm a vampire, so I can change my musical instrument into a uh, a, a vampire dead guy musical. Th- I don't know, man. That that part struck me as very silly. <laughs> be cool you be cool (laughs) yeah regardless that that was my initial opinion watching the movie back in 1991 when i thought i was going to be a vampire uh (laughs) watching it recently though it's you know what it just it's fun it's a good time Mm. right yeah you know uh have you seen any of the sequels mandy 
No, I have not. Sequels are a little wacky. Um, the cool part is that it um, it stays within the same vein and somewhat the same mythos. Okay. Um, part two, uh, Texas Blood Money, has Bruce Campbell in it, but in a very strange way. He's like a <laughs> he's like a guy in a movie that they're watching inside the movie. Which is, Weird. I know, I, if you got him, <laughs> why don't you just put him in there? You know what I mean? Yeah. He, he gets into an elevator and gets killed by some bats and then pan out and there's like a guy watching a movie and he's like, oh, it was a stupid movie. And then he turns it off. <laughs> well, I mean, if you got him, you might as well use him. Yeah. I don't know. That's strange. But it has to do with uh, four guys uh, robbing a bank just south of the Mexican border and, of course, being accosted by vampires. Uh, the third one, the hangman's daughter, gets into the backstory of Satanica Pandemonia and how she became a vampire and the weird origin story of the titty twister itself, <laughs> which is kind of cool. It's, I mean, there's a lot of uh, incontinuities and things that just kind of don't make sense, but fuck, it's dust till dawn. Who gives a shit, right? Yeah. Um, I dug it. Who was your favorite character uh, between Seth and, and Richie? I think it's like... It was weird, like, watching it at different times. So, like, when I first watched it, I was probably more interested in, like, just Richie and Quentin Tarantino because I was strange as, like, a preteen and a teenager mm-hmm. and, like, and, like, who my favorite characters and things were. It was always, like, the nerdy, the weird, you oh, know, the awkward one. And then watching it again now, I'm like, he's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you know, George Clooney is obviously, like, the better the better character, the one you're like, you're more drawn to, but it's just like, I don't think I realized the depth of like Richie's perversions and stuff. When I first watched it when I was younger, you don't really like take that in so much. Yeah. But I mean, again, this is 1991. We're talking about, this was before to catch a predator. This was Mm -hmm. before, um, you know, all these lawsuits and things like that. I don't think this movie could be made presently, or at least not with that character doing those things. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it'd be a lot different. But I mean, you know, you got the social justice warriors taking like any movie to like, you know, you couldn't do this in anything now. Yeah, no, they would throw this right into a meat grinder. Yep. That would be pretty silly. I dug the movie. I don't like the vampire aspect, or I feel like it may have been a bit overplayed. Um, yeah, they're strange vampires. Like they're not. Like it's uh, almost like they had to make like these weird other type of ones. And I guess that's just like how Quentin Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez are in their stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's just like it felt. You could definitely tell it was like their kind of version of vampires, not typical vampires. Right. The vampires aren't there to actually kill. They're more. They're more there as a plot point for something for the characters to overcome. Yeah. Which is, I mean, it'd be fine. I, if I were to make this movie, I would keep it, I mean, I love the, the Mexican aspect. I love the, the crime aspect. I love the Gecko Brothers, of course. They're great characters. I, I, love, mm-hmm. I love Harvey Keitel and his weirdly uh, ambiguous family or whatever's going on there and how they had to smuggle them across. I love all that. The problem I have is the vampires, obviously. When you get into the hangman's daughter, you get the backstory of the vampires. They're actually... They're vampire-esque, but they're actually like um, descendants of uh, Quetzalcoatl, I think, some Aztec god. 
Oh, but, like the bird. Yeah, so it's I don't not I don't know if it was the bird or the snake or something like that. Well, it's like a it's like a bird lizard combination as well. <laughs> totally, <it> <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Uh, but they're in you know that's where they have to make their sacrifices to the temple to keep their deity you know alive and stuff like that. But um, I would tone down the vampire aspect. I would have. Uh, you got to have Selma Hayek in there, right? Yeah. <laughs> or a, a reasonable facsimile there, too. Yep. You could have her as a vampire uh, just quietly making her way through the crowd, picking people off. You know, you'd probably want to start with Richie again just to draw the characters in. But mm-hmm. after that, you know, this could easily go into Slasher Town or something like that because they're still stuck at that bar. They can't, yeah. they can't leave until Chupo or whatever his name was shows up the next morning. So I would I would tone that down quite a bit and turn it more into like a uh, slasher noir type of a thing with the vampire reveal not coming till like, you know, 10, 15 minutes left in the movie. Yeah. That's how I would roll. What kind of changes would you make to the movie, maybe? Um, more shirtless George Clooney? <laughs> I get I'm it. I'm never really like into George Clooney. Really? Yeah. Oh. I have a weird taste in men. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think that, like, I would make them more, like, either go full-on classical vampires or Mm -hmm. go full-on lizard vampires and not leave them in, like, this weird limbo in between. See, that would work, too. You know, just get... Either, like, one way or the other. Yeah, just get rid of the vampire aspect. Make them monstrous. And they can still be as squishy and uh, oily and greasy. Just, you know, um, make, like, a... um, like a lizard human hybrid type of a thing, but then you yeah. lo- you lose the stripper aspect. You know what I mean? Well, I mean you could still have it. Maybe. I mean, I guess that's the thing with the vampires, right? Because vampires are always like sexualized, right? Shit, I was really worried. Where the fuck you been, man? Sightseeing. What'd you see? Cops. Did you see the border. Yes, I saw the border. What'd the TV say? They're going to apprehend us in about 48 hours. We've got to figure out a way to get us across this goddamn border. The longer we stay here, our lives ain't this shit. Here you go. we got to get our ashes into Mexico tonight. And Carlos is going to meet us there at the rendezvous tomorrow morning. And he and his boys, both of them, all of them, are going to escort us to El Rey. But I like that it was like I like movies that take take place or a majority takes place in like one location, one night kind of deal. I love that, and so that's what I loved about this one too. And also with the brothers, like having like the complete, not complete different personalities, but the really different personalities. Because most times, if it's like a duo, they're both sort of along a similar vein. You know, they're both like either super psychos or both crazy criminals. But having like the two different sides kind of mm-hmm. i thought that was pretty good i agree pretty good show mandy i understand you have a crazy uh dust till dawn type of situation going on in your neck of the woods as we speak <laughs> well it's not vampires but yeah like it's we don't know so, that yet that's that's true it we could very well be va- canadian vampires morning they are still on the run they're still manhunting as of you know saturday morning they have not been found yet so it's it was really weird and fast moving what happened. So it was like, I think it was last Friday or over the weekend or something. They'd found these two tourists that were 
found dead outside this hot springs in northern BC. And one was the guy was from Australia and his girlfriend was from the States. And they had like a, a van or whatever, just, you know, typical tourists going through BC because it's a beautiful country mm-hmm. up there and at the hot springs. Are so they found them dead and they didn't know what happened. And it was like on the highway, which is weird because people don't usually get killed on rest stops in Canada. That's more of like an American thing. It's totally American. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, they'd found this burned out truck and they're like, oh, there was these two teens that were traveling in this truck. They were from like further south in BC and near Vancouver Island and were heading up to the Yukon to look for work. And so they found this burnout truck and they're like, oh, you know, they're missing. So people are like, oh, this is strange. Like, is it, you know, some serial killer that killed this couple and killed these teens and they're missing. And then by like midday, I think it was like Monday, probably even because it was a, no, it probably was last week. I'm trying to, I don't even remember the date. So it would have been like last week, maybe mm-hmm. Friday. And they found, after they found the truck, by like coming home at lunch and watching the news, they're like, nope, now these people are suspects. They found this other dead body on the side of the road, um, at like a highway turnoff or whatever, near the truck that was burned out. He was unidentified. And these two teens, because they're 19, are now suspects. They're suspects in the first the two, like the couple that had been killed and this other third person. And it turns out they had taken his vehicle and were driving across and were seen in up in northern Saskatchewan. So like, you know, two provinces over. And then I think it was actually this, just this Monday, they were seen in northern Manitoba, which is like where they were seen there is it's right close up to like Hudson Bay, like as far, almost as far north as you can go in Manitoba. And that is just like, bush like the majority of people in canada live close to the border for a reason because you get so far up north it's just nothing it's just woods trees bush there's nothing there's like one road into a town one road out like a single highway wow kind of deal so from you know within a few days of them being missing to like the same day now they're suspects they discovered you know who that third victim was he was like an older man they had stolen his vehicle they have been charged now second degree murder in his death arrest warrants issued and they're looking for them outside of this town in northern manitoba which is like i don't even know maybe a 10 hour drive from winnipeg like north like it's wow close to it's close to churchill manitoba okay so like right on hudson's bay like right up there mm-hmm. really far north and they've been looking for them all week which is weird because to me they found their other burned vehicle there. So, like, the vehicle that they had stolen from the man that they had killed, they found that burned out in Manitoba. Mm-hmm. And for me, them burning that vehicle, that was the last time they were actually seen was on Monday. They would, like, I th- I feel they would have left. Personally, I think that they're not there. The RCMP called in the military today, and they're finally getting the helicopters up, and they're searching like through the woods and they're like it's really dense terrain and there's like a, a native american native canadian reserve mm-hmm. native american <laughs> native <laughs> reserve <Canadian>. nearby <laughs> yeah so they're sort of searching that and they're still searching for them in the area i don't think they're there well no they think they're there no. i think they would have left but that's just me like they're not going to be wandering in the woods but you never know they may have some other tips of why they think they're still there and searching there but the weird thing is if they're heading east, the next stop is basically like where I am because you get into northern Ontario. I mean, it would it's quite a hike from where I am. So they'd have to drive like, I want to say maybe 10 hours south to Winnipeg mm-hmm. to go straight down to that. And then like eight hours east is where I am. So oh, geez. Well, I think you're a safe. A bit of a hike. But yeah. It's, but that's the thing. Like it's 
next closest mm-hmm. bigger city. But you never know, right? Like it's a you know a Canada wide manhunt for them, and wow. yeah, it's it's crazy. It turned around like so fast from them being missing to like later on that day, they're like, nope, they're suspects. In oh it. boy, yeah. Well, I can put your mind at ease. They uh, they ran afoul of some vampires in a shady bar. Yeah, yeah. Probably. I don't think you have anything to worry. They've been sacrificed to an Aztec god. So yeah, and these kids are young too. They're like nineteen, twenty. Yeah, they're 19. They are. They told their family, I guess, that they were driving up to the Yukon to look for work and either came across these people and decided to kill them on the spur of the moment or went into it with the intention of killing them. The one, I guess, had been like posting online because a bunch of other gamers came out and told CBC like about this guy and were giving them information. And like he had pictures of like Nazi memorabilia and wanted to talk to people what the Nazis did right and what oh, they did Jesus wrong. Jesus Christ. He had met up with some other guy and wanted to talk about like starting a militia. Oh Jesus! All right, maybe uh, maybe they're not vampires after all. <laughs> there, yeah, it's crazy. There is a horror element to this. Did you see the uh, Walmart pictures that were taken of these two? Yeah, one of them had a Cthulhu shirt on. Yep, and it was like a weird cutesy kind of Cthulhu yep. too, which is. I don't know. I feel like Cthulhu's going to get blamed for this whole thing, and I don't appreciate that. He had nothing to do with it. He's been asleep nope. for eons, goddammit. Yeah, exactly. Leave him out of this. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of crazy to, like, be watching this live. Like, every day I'm like, I because I have a TV at my desk at work because I work in TV. Mm-hmm. So I, like, have it just on the news and just keeping, you know, keeping an eye on, <laughs> on updates for it. It's kind of crazy to be watching live. Yeah, this is, like, the biggest thing to happen in Canada in a while, huh? Yeah, there was a serial killer in Toronto recently oh, who really? was murdering gay guys and burying them in flower pots because he was a landscaper. Oh yeah, I heard about that. And then there was yeah. that incel terrorist thing that was in. Yeah, I think that was in Toronto too, wasn't it? Yeah, that was in Toronto. Yeah. God, those guys are such fuckheads. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> yeah. god! Don't get me started on incels. <clears throat> yeah. So people think that Canada is like you know all this nice quiet place. No, there's shit that goes on here. It's the wild west up there, Mandy. Jesus yeah. Christ. Cthulhu yep. has taken hold. <laughs> yeah, this kid's exactly. t-shirt and he's making him do weird stuff. Yep. It's your religion? No, I do drink. I'm just not drinking now. Fair enough. More for me. Scott, how about you? Kate, how about you? No, I can't. I'm not 21 yet. That means yes. Post time, Kate. Here we go. You slam it down, you knock the glass down on the table, all right? One, two, three. That was good. Scott, are you ready? Here we go. You ready for one? Okay. No, you won't. Yes, he will. Yes, he will, because I'm not drinking by myself. Okay? Round two, you ready? Here we go. Yes, I'll have another one, thank you. On three, one, two, three. Why are you so agitated? I'm still stewing about that ape laying his hand on me. What are you going to do? I'm going to sit here and I'm going to finish this bottle. And when I'm finished, I'm going to take this bottle and I'm going to bust it over his melon fucking head. Before we stepped in here, you told all of us to be cool. So that means you too. Never said do what I do, I said do what I say. All right, Mandy, it's time to get into our new favorite segment. Darian interviews Mandy about a bunch of weird stuff that happened in the movie. 
Mandy, do you have any brothers or sisters? I do not. I am an only child. Me too. I kind of like it, you know? Seeing now, I think that that's why I'm weird. <laughs> oh, I, I, yeah, no, I agree completely. But now that I have two kids of my own and I see the dynamic between brother and sister, I think I uh, dodged a bullet by not by not having any kids, any uh, brothers or sisters. If you did have a sister or a brother and he was in prison, would you attempt to break him out? Um, I think it depends what they were in there for. Say it because was a non- the type of like. Say it was nonviolent. If it's nonviolent, I don't think I'd like attempt to break him out. I'd be like, you know, you fucking serve your time, man. <laughs> I think it would depend on how much time they were looking at. Yeah. You know, and uh, I mean, if I had like a heist planned and I needed them for that, like it wasn't a movie, then yeah. I might put some consideration into it. But yeah, I don't want to exactly. get shot. So I don't know. I'll have to think about that, I guess. Uh, would you ever consider robbing a liquor store with me? <laughs> I don't know. That seems like like it's. <laughs> it, I think it depends. Like, like why? Like, if it's just for spur of the moment thing, or if it's like because you desperately need money. Well, no. I mean, we're gonna split the cash, obviously. Yeah. And we'll go in with like water guns, so nobody gets hurt. <laughs> but you know, I think it'd be fun to do at least once. Yeah. I, I don't know that we'd Take get away. Yeah, I don't know that we'd get away. We'd probably be better off just doing like a beer run. You know, yeah. Where like you go, well, in. as long as you can get like the high end booze though, too. Well, yeah, no, you go in and you chat up the uh, the guy behind the counter. You know, wear something sexy, and then I'll go in with like a, a pillowcase and I'll fill it up with booze, and then we'll get it. We'll do it Night of the Demon style. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That do works. you have sour <laughs> balls? <laughs> <laughs> um, very cool. Have you ever been to Mexico? I have not. Would you be interested in going? No, because Canadians tend to get killed in Mexico. Really? Is that a thing? Yeah, there's been a few of them. There's actually two chicks from where I'm from that had gone down to Mexico. This other couple had been killed, and they were like accused of it. Wow. For quite a while. And there's been quite a few cases of Canadians suspiciously getting either murdered or slipping off their balconies. Well, yeah. I mean, it's the Wild West down there. You know, yeah. So you got to watch where you go and who you talk to and stuff like that. I've been down there many times; it's a lot of fun. But it that, seems weird, like it's a lot of Canadians that end up dead in Mexico. I'm sure just as many Americans end up dead in Mexico, but we just don't care, so we don't hear <laughs> yeah. about it. You know, <laughs> yeah. Oh, he went down there and came. Well, he probably shouldn't have went down there. And then that's the end of the story. <laughs> that's the end of the story, yeah. really. Right on. Uh, have you ever been to a biker bar? I have not. I don't know if they're really is biker bars here we had gang like biker gangs for a little bit and i know there was like a biker tattoo parlor but i don't really know if there's like biker bars here so you've never been to one no i bartended at one for a while oh wow that must have been fun it was a <laughs> whole lot of something actually actually those guys were actually really nice to me anyway we just kind of had this uneasy agreement that i didn't see or hear anything that happened in the bar and, yeah and in return nobody nobody fucked with me so Every, yeah. Everything was kind of cool on that end. Would you ever consider going to a biker bar? I think, like, you know, it'd be interesting to, like, go on at least and see it. I don't think I'd be too worried about, you know, getting raped and murdered. I think I'd just kind of hang by the door. <laughs> <laughs> In case you had to bust a, a yeah. speedy exit for some reason. Yeah, exactly. Makes sense. Uh, would you consider being a vampire stripper? See, like, I always had, like, a fascination with vampires for a while. Mm-hmm. I think, like, being a vampire would probably, you know, be kind of fun, and you'd probably get bored after a while, so you'd, like, be looking for other stuff to do, like stripping. 
See, that's why I don't want to be a vampire. We had this big debate on on uh, vampire versus werewolf on the regular padded room show. Everybody wants to be a vampire because they think it would be so cool to live forever. I think it would be cool to live forever for like the first hundred years. After that, it's going to get really, really boring. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And everybody's like, oh, vamp- all these Euro trash vampires, they're so morose all the time. Of course they are. It's boring as yeah. shit and depressing. You're never going to die. Life doesn't have any meaning, man. Exactly. What are you excited for? The PlayStation 5? Who gives a shit? You're going to be around for the PlayStation 12. Yeah. So, yeah, I would get pretty bored with it, too. I'd rather be a werewolf. Would you rather be a werewolf or a vampire, Mandy? I think it'd be fun to be a werewolf. Because you could just, like, have that, you know, one night a month where you just got to, you know, live all your animal instincts and just go nuts. And wow. the next day you just go back to normal life. There, there's a joke to be made here about female periods, but I, I'm, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to take I said one night. <laughs> I'm going to take the high ground on this one and not make that joke. <laughs> I wonder what happened, like if those like lined up. The, have you ever seen Ginger Snaps? Yes, I have. That I is do. kind of along that line, but it broaches the gap of uh, female puberty as well. Yeah, but it's, and those are movies. Yeah, of course, and uh, those kind of. Um, they kind of draw a parallel between the the female menstruation cycle and the werewolf. I, it's a good show. I didn't like how they handled the, the actual transformation, though. Yeah, and it was like, I don't know, like her little tail thing and shit when she gets it cut off is just gross. Yeah, that's pretty silly. And, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, I, I like a werewolf that can change back and forth. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't like the yeah. gradual just devolving into a wolf type of a thing. That's just my – that's a whole other movie, though, Mandy. Yep. Um, if you were in Mexico and you had trouble getting back into, well, I was going to say getting back into the United States, but I guess you probably I have wouldn't. to cross two borders. <laughs> yeah. Would you, uh, well, if you, for whatever reason you were in Mexico and you needed to get to the United States and you had a dif- difficulty doing it, would you consider talking to a human smuggler? Um, I think I'd probably just like to stay in Mexico and eat tacos. I mean, how bad, my days there. How, how bad could it be? <laughs> Right? Yeah. Tacos, tequila. Don't get involved with the the cartels. You don't want any part of that. Uh, And uh, yeah, get a job. Everything's dirt cheap down there. Yeah. Hang out in Cancun, eat tacos, and drink tequila. And mind your own business. Yeah. You'll be fine. That's what I say. (laughs) All right. Well, that was Darian Interviews Mandy about a bunch of nonsensical (laughs) crap. All right, kiddo, you got anything else you want to talk about the Gecko Brothers or Dust Till Dawn or Vampires or anything in that <laughs> vein? Um, I think that, like, I th- I found it interesting having, like, the two the two different sides of the brothers. So that was pretty cool seeing, like, they're both obviously fucked up and their own level of crazy, but mm-hmm. they have, like, their own issues and, like, they're their own separate ones. Mm-hmm. Do you subscribe at all to the theory, theory that uh, all of Quentin Tarantino's movies take place in the same universe? I don't know. Like, I mean, that may be something that either he was going for or other people have just kind of made up. I mean, there is, like, some kind of overlap between them, but I don't know if they really are all the same universe. They're, I mean, it's it's a compelling argument, and the reason I bring it mm-hmm. up is because in Death Proof, as the girls are sitting at the bar, a news bulletin pops up on the TV about these two brothers that have gone missing from... One of their, they've gone missing from the Mexican border and they've escaped from yeah. prison and things like that. So it's kind of fun. And if you really want to do, do like a deep dive on that, there's parallels that can be drawn all over the place. Like oh, yeah. uh, the uh, the Bear Jew from Inglorious Bastards. 
Mm-hmm. He had Eli this, Roth. Yeah, he oh sexy son of a bitch he is. Mm-hmm. He had the same last name as the television director or the movie director from True Romance. So he's supposed okay. to be his grandfather, I think, or something like that. Weird. And Glorious Bastards is so good. I love that movie. Great show. Alright, pussy, 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 come on in, pussy lovers! Here at the Titty Twister, we're slashing pussy in half. Give us an offer on a vast selection of pussy. This is a pussy blowout. All right, we got white pussy, black pussy, Spanish pussy, yellow pussy. We got hot pussy, cold pussy. We got wet pussy. We got smelly pussy. We got hairy pussy, bloody pussy. We got snapping pussy. We got silk pussy, velvet pussy, nalga hide pussy. We even got horse pussy, dog pussy. Chicken pussy, come on, you want pussy? Come on in, pussy lovers. If we don't got it, you don't want it. Come on in, pussy lovers. All right, Mandy, I think that's about going to do us for the week then. How does people get a hold of us if they want to yell at us or scream about vampires? <laughs> uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at PsychWordPod. And always feel free to slide into our DMs. Get all up in there. All right, inmates, we will see you in a couple of weeks with another episode of the Psych Ward.